Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And this is a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online. It's a great website, Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can call one 800 331-6445. All right, so we have some great information for you on the program uh, here today. Uh, first of all, I just want to start off by saying thanks again to Dr. Patrick Herrick. He was on last week. That was an awesome show. You know, we were sitting here talking for an hour. It seemed like about five or ten minutes, I have to say. <laughs> and then listening back to the podcast, again, it was just so interesting. I was just hanging on every word. It seemed like maybe five or ten minutes, so pretty incredible. But he just had so much great information. And, again, I just want to reiterate I think the main point that I wanted to make in that program, and it's this, don't be the person in the hospital in intensive care, maybe just like just minutes away from a ventilator or maybe barely survived and got off of a ventilator, or maybe you're laid up like a friend of mine who is in the hospital for about a month and a half. Can you imagine a month and a half in the hospital and a few weeks of that in ICU? Don't be the person that says, I wish I would have known how bad this really was. Or I wish I would have been vaccinated. I kind of held off. I bowed my back. The government's not going to tell me what to do. Or I have concerns. Hey, and I get that. I did too. I didn't immediately run out and get my vaccine either, right? I mean, I needed information. But don't be the person who said, I wish I would have known or I wish I would have gotten vaccinated because let me tell you what, this is horrible. If I 
only would have known, don't be that person. Don't be that person. And another thing I talked about last week, don't get your information from any, and I will say any news outlet, because guess what? Every single news outlet that I have ever listened to regarding medical scientific information, every one of them has politicized this. And I cannot, I can't stand it. I could not hate that more, (laughs) right? Politics do not belong in medicine. Medicine belongs in medicine. And so that's why, that's the exact reason why I asked Dr. Herrick to come on the program to share literal fact-based information with you so that hopefully you will understand better, you'll have more information, and then you can make a decision based on facts and information. Not from some uh, kind of far out, oh, there's a doctor who knows somebody who knows somebody who says, oh, the vaccines are bad or or whatever, okay? Or some talking head on, on CNN or Fox or you insert news company here saying, well, this is my opinion. No, 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 that's politics. Get it out. Get rid of it. Get your information from solid, reliable, trustworthy, medical-based sources. And Dr. Herrick, he would never brag on himself, but I'll brag for him. He was number one. He was the top resident. He was the number one student in med school at a major, major university. Not from Podunk U, but a major university. This is one of the smartest, most intelligent human beings I have ever met in my entire lifetime. And, and, and by the way, who, who does this? When you're going to med school and you're number one, I think I'll get a PhD in biomedical engineering. I mean, are you kidding me? That's how smart this man is. He's the most ethical physician I've ever met. You know, when the drug reps come in and they've got their pens and they've got their elaborate lunches and and all of this stuff, guess what he does? He doesn't go to that lunch. He said, I'm uncomfortable receiving anything that might be construed as some sort of a kickback in favor of trying out their medications. He will speak with them. He will get the information, but he doesn't receive their gifts. He turns them down. He's notorious for this, by the way, (laughs) right? He will not eat their food. He won't have anything to do with it. Does that sound like someone else you know who will never receive a penny in kickbacks from senior care communities? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. 100% ethical. Just operating the right way, the way you're supposed to. Okay, so that's why I had him on the program. And so so I just, I and, and look, if you're saying, oh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Okay, if you missed it, if you didn't hear about it, no worries. That's why we create a podcast of this program after the broadcast of this program <laughs> every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. and then Sunday afternoons at 2 p.m. Well, we run it again. On Talk 980 AM, okay? And then 
usually by about Monday morning or so, maybe Monday afternoon. That podcast is up on the website, SeniorCareLive.com. Just go to the podcast section and boom, you'll find it right there. And you can play it and you can listen to it. You can share it. You can download it. You can do whatever you want to do. But if you missed it and you're interested in all things COVID-19 and all of the phenomenal information that we shared last week, go listen to that podcast. Send it to people who should hear about it, who who want to learn, who want a non-biased, fact-based informational resource. That's it. That's it. He's amazing. I know he was able to help so many of our listening audience become a little more comfortable with the vaccines, a little more knowledgeable about their safety, their efficacy, and then people are making decisions from that. Now, I'm hearing more and more reports of younger and younger people falling to this new terrible Delta variant. He talked about it being uh, maybe a couple of thousand times more contagious. He just started going on and on about that. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry I asked, but I, I'm glad I asked. But I'm, I was kind of shocked to hear uh, what a big deal this is. And, and if you think the Delta variant is being political, oh, this is just political. No, it's real. And it's a nasty son of a gun. It's a nasty thing. That's what that that's what viruses do. They try to survive. That's why getting to herd immunity, so it just runs out of places to go, so it runs out of time to mutate itself. That's why herd immunity is so important, right? But this this new deal, the new flavor of COVID nineteen isn't just for older adults. It will always affect older adults in far greater numbers, and especially older adults with with compromised health issues. Okay, we talked about all that last week. But again, more and more reports. There are 14-year-old children. Now, at my age, 14 years, I, I know they're kind of a youth, but I still think they're kids. I still call them kids. 14-year-old kids in the hospital. 14 years old. I mean, just deadly sick, super sick. One of our neighbors has a daughter in high school. Now, my boy's just graduated last year, but I believe she's a sophomore or a junior. So she's probably about 15, 16 years old. Her mother posted a story that this, she and her girl, they were at Children's Mercy for over a week. They didn't write it out at home. This was severe COVID symptoms. She just barely missed being put on a ventilator. And if you get put on a ventilator with this stuff, there's a good chance you're not coming off. They're going to have to unplug you. And that's a death sentence. All right. This is a big, huge deal. Now, can you catch COVID and not even know you have it? Yeah. But what if what if you're not one of those lucky people? What if you catch COVID? And you end up in the hospital on ICU. That is the rub. Is it worth it? Right? Again, a friend of mine, he, he was in the hospital for over a month and a half. He's at home and can barely walk 10 steps. They think his lungs are irreparably damaged for life. He's about 50 and in phenomenal health, or he was. Don't be that person 
who says, I wish I would have known it was going to be this bad. I know other people's and they just had the sniffles or they were home for a couple days. No big deal. I wish I would have known it would be this bad. And if had I known it could have been this bad, I would have gotten the vaccination. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you, don't be that person. All right, on to the Senior Care Live question of the week. All home care companies are mandated by the government to have their employees vaccinated. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And you can stream this program to any electronic device. It's so so simple. It's it's incredible. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. You can also do that through the app, and that's Odyssey.com. Now, that used to be Radio.com, but it changed to Odyssey.com, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. So check it out. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. All home care companies are mandated by the government to have their employees vaccinated. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And I will elaborate a little bit more on that just a little bit later. And now, Senior Care in the News. A news report from Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting. All right, so this is from CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And by the way, why isn't... This has always been a little confusing to me. Why isn't that CMMS... Okay, it's just it's just a thought. <laughs> All right, so this is from CMS. Again, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, August the 18th. Biden administration takes additional action to protect America's nursing home residents from COVID-19. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, in collaboration with the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. By the way, why isn't that CDCP? Anyway, all right, so that kind of drives me nuts just a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, is developing an emergency regulation, emergency regulation requiring staff vaccinations within the nation's more than 15,000 Medicare and Medicaid participating nursing homes. The new requirement is a key component of protecting the health and safety of nursing home residents and staff by ensuring that all nursing home staff receive COVID-19 vaccinations. Over the past several months, millions of vaccinations have been administered to nursing home residents and staff 
And these vaccines have shown to help prevent COVID-19 and have proven to be effective against the Delta variant. And then another one that is uh, virtually the same thing. This is from the Associated Press again. August the 18th, President Joe Biden on Wednesday announced that his administration will require that nursing home staff be vaccinated against COVID-19. This is the key word. Is it a carrot or is it a stick? Well, this it is a stick. As a condition for those facilities to continue receiving federal Medicare and Medicaid funding. There's the stick. The new mandate in the form of a forthcoming regulation to be issued by CMS could take effect as soon as September. Okay, so this month. And it might be just kicked out just a little bit later. This is being challenged in the courts, by the way. But it's coming. Okay, so I want to discuss what's happening with our local nursing homes, right, long-term care communities. So I just want to talk about that right now. So ah, here we go. Look, do you you think this is a good idea? Do you think the government should mandate that? Should should, Should we leave it up to the individual businesses, the individual organizations to choose whether to do that or not, and then let let the let the market kind of sort itself out. So let's say, for example, if one long-term care community advertises all of our, well, you can't say all of your residents are vaccinated because you cannot force that. Although I'll say um, every place that I know of, in our listening audience, in our region, they're about 98 to, and sometimes 100% vaccinated for their residents, okay? So the residents held their hand up high and they said, give me the jab, I don't want to die from this stuff, okay? And, and, so, and it's, so they're, they're, very, they're, high, they're very vaccinated, <laughs> okay? The challenge is somewhere between 50% and about 65% of the staff is vaccinated, Okay, so that is the challenge. And so one thing that's happening is you have staff coming in. They're still being tested periodically. And now, and especially recently, a lot of staff are coming up positive. And then they have to go home, and then you have to do trace contacting, and then you have to start testing everyone, vaccinated or not, in the building, and they have to shut the building down, and you can't have any visitors. And we get into that whole thing again. So what about competition? I'm a big free market guy, if you know me at all. I don't like all of his government-mandated stuff, okay? But I also understand it, right? I've already explained this. I I have one foot firmly planted on both sides, right? And this kind of drives me crazy because I'm very opinionated. I'm usually solidly on one side or another. So I don't like to be split down the middle. But on this one, I understand both sides. What if you had a community in the marketplace that says, look, we made it mandatory for our staff to become vaccinated or you can no longer work here. We're proud to say 100% of our staff are vaccinated. So we, you could say our competitive advantage is that we have 
uh, we you know we have a competitive advantage of we have a safer environment for your elderly loved one. So you should bring your elderly loved one here. Well, guess what? That's going to resonate with a gigantic percentage of the market, and people would flood to your door. Why don't we give the market the opportunity to figure that out? We have a lot of really smart people running these operations. And trust me, they've already thought of it, and some of them are already doing it as an alternative to having the government mandate. And you know how I feel about it. I don't like these mandates. Okay, we, we've, we've just let the genie out of the bottle. Okay, with all of this mandating stuff. Because now we've set precedent. And what else can your employers or the government mandate? What else can they do? Okay, well, I think we're going to find out and I think we're not going to like it. That's what I think. I hope I'm wrong, but that's what I think will happen. Okay, so what is happening right now with our local, our, you know, in, in the listening area with long-term care communities is exactly what I just mentioned. People are coming in, they're testing positive, they have to leave Anyone they've been in contact, they have to leave. They're shutting these places down. They're they're not taking admissions for the next you know twelve days to maybe twenty one days. Families now have to go back to window visits. They can't see their mom in person or their dad, their loved one, their spouse. Okay, so so it is a major major problem. I mean, it's it's a huge problem, and it's getting exponentially worse over these last two or three weeks. Now, all of a sudden, all these places that I'm trying to tour with my clients from Senior Care Consulting, uh, well, we have to limit uh, we have to limit uh, our 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 visitation here to only two people, and we have to go straight maybe to the apartment in assisted living, straight to the apartment that you're interested in, come back, uh, and that's it. Just very, very limited. Or, sorry, Steve, you can't come in at all. We have to have a virtual tour. Okay, so we're out of time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue this conversation coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast of all of the recent episodes of the program. Again, it's SeniorCareLive.com and all of the major podcast platforms. That would be Apple, Google, Amazon, Player FM, etc. Just do a quick search for Senior Care Live and you will get them in your inbox. How about that? All right, so I have a little more to say <laughs> about that about that in the news report. I just didn't want to I didn't want to just drop this without kind of completing that story. So, uh, what I am seeing in local local long-term care communities here in the in the listening area and in this region is that a ton of them are are struggling right now with with staffing and they don't have enough staffing right now, okay? We'll just say that. And then when they do have a positive case or two, guess what? That staff can't step a foot in the building for two weeks. 
And so now they're down two full-time staff, and then they have to call a staffing agency. Well, guess what? They're short, too. <laughs> right? So now you have staffing agency in your building. They don't know a single thing about a single resident you have, but they have to have staffing on site. So it's less than an ideal situation. It certainly is a, is a it raises the potential for mistakes to be made. Uh, and and it, and now we'll go down that whole path, but I mean, it, it, this is less than ideal. So they're already short-staffed. And then if the government comes in and mandates... Well, your staff, 100%, I mean, they have to be vaccinated. Otherwise, we, the government, will not pay you, the long-term care community, any of your Medicare or Medicaid payments. And that keeps these places, the most of them, not all of them, but most of them, in business. So that's not a carrot. It's a stick. We're not letting the local marketplace figure it out. Right. So we're all vaccinated. Our competitors are not. So come see us. Well, you would be flooded with with referrals. So instead of letting that happen, let the market sort it out. And I think that would happen fairly quickly. The government's mandating it. So you have a place and they're short staffed already. And then you mandate it. And let's say I used this example a few weeks ago. Let's say you're 65 percent. You're going to have, and I'll give the benefit of the doubt. Well, no, you know what? I, I'm not going to give the benefit of the doubt. Let's say, let's say you're you're at fifty percent, which which is a, a number that's been reported nationally. Okay, and then I read a news report here just a few days ago that said that they estimate they estimate about fifty percent of the unvaccinated staff will leave the profession and they will not be vaccinated. Okay. So for some easy math, and those are numbers that have been reported recently on a national level, that takes you from 50% vaccinated and then another 50% of the unvaccinated will get it. So that that gets you up to 75%. You're going to have 25% of your staff just walk away and they're saying, you know what, I'll find something else to do. I'm not getting vaccinated. Well, I don't know of any organization of any size and it would even be worse for a smaller organization, but even for a larger one. I don't know of any organization that could withstand a 25% loss in staffing overnight. That's a catastrophic staffing nightmare. There are not enough human beings, there are not enough warm bodies available to fill that void. And now what are you going to do? So even without the mandate right now, I know of a place, and it's an excellent place, but they are literally declining all referrals. They're declining all admissions, and their building is about 60% occupied. So they are bleeding financially. They're hemorrhaging money, but they're stuck because they don't have the staff. They don't have enough staff to bring in more residents to care for, to even get their occupancy level up to break even and paying their bills. I don't know how they're making it. And frankly, I'm really concerned that some of these places are going to go out of business. And this one particular place, it's an excellent care provider, but they're in a bad spot right now. And I pray that they work it out and get out of it. What's going to happen to them when the government does pass this emergency regulation slash mandate They may never pull out of that. 
and we may lose an excellent provider in our in our community. That would be a tragedy. I know of another place that used one entire kind of hallway, we call them neighborhoods, okay, that will hold about 20, their capacity is about 28 residents. They used that entire part of their building and they kind of sectioned it off when COVID was at its peak and that was their kind of their COVID-19 wing, if you will, or neighborhood, hallway, unit, whatever you want to call it. And residents would go there to quarantine for their 14 days, and then they would move off and move to their long-term care room. Well, since then, they don't need to have that COVID-dedicated part of the building. And so they shut that down, but then they didn't have the census to fill up those 28 beds. So guess what they did? They laid off all of the staffing for 25% of their building. Now, I don't know why you would do that. I think that was a horrible move on their part, frankly, if I can just be totally honest about that. But guess what? They're not, those staff, the staff, they're not coming back. And I'm telling you, this was one of the, and it still is, okay, it still is, one of the best care providers, long-term care communities in our entire region. They are top notch. But guess what? You haven't been able to get in that building if you're a, a new resident wanting to move there to receive some of the best care that can possibly be offered for one reason and one reason only. They can't find the staff. The staff that they let go, again, shame on them. Shouldn't have done it. They didn't ask my opinion, though. <laughs> but the staff that they had, and, and, and it was excellent staff. Well, guess what? They went somewhere else. They're not coming back. They found other jobs. They're not coming back. So these folks are now scrambling and really stuck to bring in new staff to staff that part of the building so that they can start welcoming new residents. And I know they're not at their break-even point either. And this is a nonprofit. Both of these, by the way, are nonprofit organizations, and I hope they make it. But this is a bad situation. This is bad. Now, am I stuck with senior care consulting not having enough good places to consider for my clients with senior care consulting? No, I'm not stuck at all. I know everything there is to know about every single provider in our entire region. We have some other excellent providers, but I, I wish we had these two available for my, my clients to consider because they really are excellent. Okay, but we've had to move on and we've had to consider other providers. I just wish we had those those two places available. And I think I th I think they're going to turn the corner, but I mean I'm I'm afraid for them frankly. So what's going to happen with all these other places if they lose and like my example, if they lose 25% of their staff overnight? Well, guaranteed they're going to be like the first place I just mentioned. They're going to have a a a a partially filled building with 60 or 70 or 50 or 80 percent occupancy and they're not going to have the staff to bring in anyone else and at that point we will start getting closed out from a lot of excellent care providers and at that point we do have a problem <laughs> okay it's it, it, we're we're not there yet but i am concerned let me just say this let me throw up the the, the warning flags here okay 
the red flags I, I'm waving I'm waving red flags real high. If you've been thinking about contacting me at Senior Care Consulting to help you find a place for your elderly loved one, I would not be dragging my feet any longer. Okay, as long as your loved one is vaccinated, okay, I think they're going to be very well protected from the possibility of COVID-19 harming them. The vast majority of the stories that I've heard about and read, it's keeping people out of the hospital and off of a vent. Okay, but I, I, I would get to moving right now. I would make some choices and I would move because at some point, maybe some of the best places that we would love to consider for you and your loved one, they're, they're probably going to be full. Or maybe they're not full, but they're at capacity based on their staffing and they're not able to get any other staffing. So that is going to be that I'm I can see that one coming from a mile away. I would not drag my feet any longer. And I hear from lots and lots of clients, Steve, we should have called you a long time ago, (laughs) right? We, we, we're wishing we would have called you six months ago. Again, don't be that person. All right, call, call now, do your search proactively. Let's get you on a wait list and let's at least have the option for you to consider moving in to a quality place. And then you can choose to move sooner or later, but at least you're on the list. We've done our homework and now we don't have a knee jerk reaction months down the road with very few choices. That, that's what we don't want, want to happen. We don't want to uh, be in a, a position where all of our quality choices are off the table for one reason or another. All right, so if that is resonating with you, again, seriously, be proactive, proactive, proactive. Contact me at Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. You can also visit online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. I'll have a whole bunch more coming right up. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. back you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information go to seniorcarelive.com all right so i've been pretty intense with you this 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 entire program so why don't we take a break from that Okay, so the last time, it's been a little while since I've done a giggle. So uh, the the senior citizen texting codes, they they went over so well, I thought I'd bring out some more. These things are funny. (laughs) So I don't know if this first one is that funny. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you think. All right, so you've heard of texting, you know, BFF, kind of an abbreviation for best friends forever, right? Well, in senior citizen texting codes, BFF is best friend fell. (laughs) 
Okay, again, I hope your best friend did not fall, and if he or she did fall, uh, I hope they were not injured. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I can I can hear I can hear some folks uh, uh, sending. And again, I don't know if that one was that funny, but hey, let let's move on here. All right, so BTW, bring the wheelchair. <laughs> All right, our producer Sean's over over here. Kind of shaking his head like, I don't know about these. <laughs> so, all right, listen now. You, you got to like this one. All right, listen now. <laughs> We've all heard of BYOB, right? Bring your own booze or bring your own bottle. BYOT, bring your own teeth. <laughs> all right, I got a thumbs up from Sean on that one. He liked that one a whole lot better. Uh, all right, oh, this one, uh, the, now... This one would be would be serious, <laughs> okay. So so hopefully this doesn't happen. But GG PBL gotta go. Pacemaker battery low. <laughs> All right, here's another one. This could be for anyone. I mean, heck, I could I could uh, text this one. GHA got heartburn again. All right, now this one is funny. I, I don't care who you are. All right, <laughs> LMDO, laughing my dentures out. <laughs> All right, I know that one was good. Sean's over here giggling. All right, I, I, I think I said this other one uh, last last time, so we won't do that one. Now you've all heard of R O F L, rolling on floor laughing, right? Well, this is R O F L A C G U. Rolling on floor laughing and can't get up. <laughs> All right, Sean's shaking his head. He's like, I don't know about that one. All right, and then there's one more. There's one more. This is all meant in the spirit of fun. Just trying to break it up here a little bit, okay? All right, here we go. <laughs> We've all heard of TTYL. Talk to you later. Well, <laughs> Senior Citizen Texting Codes, TTYL stands for Talk to You Louder. All right. So just been having having a little bit of fun with these uh, these texting codes. Uh, we may have some more. Some some of those were uh, maybe maybe a little iffy or sketchy, <laughs> but uh, but it's all met uh, with with uh, with uh, just truly met with with humor and with the with the spirit of just having a little bit of fun. Uh, we have to have a little bit of fun, right? So uh, here we are getting intense again, ladies and gentlemen. Your attention, please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert. All right. So just wanted to warn about the staffing issues at all healthcare businesses. You know, uh, just a little while back, I talked about Truman Medical Center was in the paper. They were really the first major medical or healthcare system in our area here requiring, requiring all employees to become vaccinated or you will no longer be employed. And again, I already told you my predictions on that. We'll see what happens because we're not quite there yet, but we're just about there. But here's the warning. And I, ta- I, I mentioned this briefly, but this is, this is getting super bad now. 
home care agencies, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about home health care agencies. I'm pretty sure they're going to be mandated by CMS, just like long-term care. Uh, they're next, all right, after this emergency regulation. Uh, my prediction is uh, Medicare certified home health agencies, they're the ones that come out, provide skilled nursing and rehab in your home, paid for by Medicare and Medicaid, I, I predict that's going to come right after the nursing home mandate. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about non-medical in-home assistance. So your home care companies that come out to help you with those uh, those daily living tasks and running errands for you, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, and they're a vital part of this this healthcare continuum. And they can help you remain independent in your home for months and maybe years longer if you had a little bit of help from a home care agency. Well, they are in an extreme and severe staffing shortage right now. And frankly, every time I'm thinking, okay, certainly it can't get worse than this. It does get worse. <laughs> this is today is the worst I've ever seen in my in the entire history of of, of, of health care. And I think anyone who knows anything about this would agree with me. It's certainly the worst I have personally seen in my decades of involvement in senior-related health care. Okay, there are home care companies right now, because I've talked to the owners and the leaders of these companies that are turning down, and, and this hurts them to their core, turning down Hundreds and hundreds of hours per week of new clients needing their help, needing their care so that their loved ones can remain independent at home for a longer period of time. They have the money, they're willing to pay, but they're turning down hundreds and hundreds of hours a week due to not having enough staffing. They're... And they don't have the mandate, right? I talked about that, the Senior Care Live question of the week. They're not mandated because they're not controlled and regulated by CMS. That's why they're not mandated yet. That could still come through the state, but I think that's, I don't know if that'll happen. If it does, it'll be a long time down the road, I think. But then here's another thing that they're bumping up against. And again, remember I talked about let the market drive the preferences and work its sort its way through and sort it out. Here's what a lot of home care companies are now reporting. Their patients, their patients are saying, I don't want an unvaccinated home care worker coming to my house. I will only accept workers that are vaccinated. And now the home care companies who are at 50, 55% vaccinated staff, now they they are almost being mandated to only hire vaccinated staff, but that is driven by the market, just like what I talked about. So home care companies are scrambling, hiring vaccinated staff, and then they are out there using that as a marketing tool, as an advantage to using their company, right? So the message is, if you're planning on hiring a home care company to help you out around the house, you may not be able to find one with enough staff to help you. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert, brought to you by Senior Care Live. All right, so let's keep our chins up. Let's keep our heads up. This too will pass. We will get through this. 
but it's looking pretty tough right now on a lot of different fronts. So, hey, I'll, I'll be back next week to talk more about all of that, all the good news. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here for Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.